FMX Network Production. Let's go. It's the Pulp MX Fantasy Podcast brought to you by Fly Racing, 100% Goggles, and Motosport.com. I'll never long for what might have been. Welcome, everybody, to the Pulp MX Fantasy Podcast for Dallas. Yeah, thanks for playing, man. Really appreciate it. Thank you to motorsport.com, Fly Racing, 100% all on board with us, this podcast. And please check out Fly Racing, man. 25 years of Fly Racing, whether it's the Formula S helmet, the regular Formula helmet, Evo gear, Kinetic, all of it, they've got you covered. Dean Wilson, Justin Brayton, RJ Hampshire, just to name a few that are rocking fly racing out there. Head to toe, they have you covered. They got the goggles, Zone Pro goggles. They got the gear, boots, all of it. Thank you to folks at Fly Racing for making this podcast happen. And thanks to 100% as well. Pulp 30 is the code to save on anything at 100%, whether it's glasses, whether it's goggles, whether it's mountain bike, casual wear, all of that. Pulp 30, the code to save at 100%.com. San Diego based company, of course, and involved in so many things and so many cool things, man. When you look at uh, the Lawrence Brothers and Star Racing and everybody that wears the 100% goggle, but then you look at MLB and MotoGP and so on and so forth, 100%. Thank you to those guys. We'll tell you more about 100% uh, lead pipe lock during the show. And then also motorsport.com. Talk to those guys later. Uh, we're going to review how we did at uh, the last race in Glendale and then look ahead to Dallas. East Coast is back this weekend for 250s uh, and much more with the us experts of Pulp Mex Fantasy. Yep. All right, thanks for uh, playing, everybody. Pulp Mex Fantasy, like I said, off the top. Uh, let's bring in the experts to look back at Glendale and then look ahead to Dallas. Lots of new riders to pick from when it comes to Dallas this weekend. And uh, first up on the line from Renthal, Renthal.com, it's uh, Paul Parabinos. What's up, Paul? So, Steve, what's up, boys? Um, nice to have a little weekend off. And now back to the East Coast. Everybody should be available on everyone's screen. Except for 50 class, I guess. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm excited for it because the last round, uh, last time we did 250 East, it was very weird. So, hopefully, it's a little more normal this time. From Get and Athena, it's Dan Truman. Hi, Dan. Hey, yeah. I mean, it was definitely weird at Detroit, Paul, but it's going to be strange this week, right? You got to think that a lot of these guys are going to move into the top eight in points. And, uh, yeah, I think you're going to have to think about your picks a lot this week in the 250 class. And also from Fly Racing, flyracing.com, 25 years of fly, Jason Thomas. The struggles continue for me. Uh, we'll get into it, but I, I am not, I'm not doing well. Not just not, well, you can just blanket me with well, that. Not, not doing well. So I scored 188 and I'm like, oh my God, that's terrible that for reasons we'll get into. And I got second in the experts league with a 188. I'm like, holy crap. You know? So, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Roto won. Roto won the week, 226, Glendale. I had 188, uh, the Mulligan 185, JT 183, Dan 177, Paul 176, and the downfall of Marks has begun. 169 for Travis Marks. So, um, yeah, we, we were not good in Glendale. None of us. Yeah. So. I had some DNFs. We'll get into it. Uh, yeah, we'll get into it. High score, 296 from Glendale. 59% of people had eight in the main. Uh, 18% of people picked an FFL in 250 class. 59% got it right. It was Levi Kitchen. Uh, 24% picked an FFL uh, in Glendale. And only 5.2% got it right. It was um, uh, Roxon. Yeah, Roxon, right? Um, and, uh, yeah, so 
for Glendale. Max Miller gets it in the main event, finally. Uh, 44 points for him on a non-triple crown, because I think he made the triple crown. Um, 44 points for Max Miller. Talon Hawkins, 36. Wageman, 36. Guillaume St. Cyr, Canadian kid, 36 points, a 0.1% pick trend. Phil, 34. Albright, 34. Uh, the pick trend for this class, 68%. Julian Bomar, uh, Ryder D, 52%. Levi Kitchen, 49. Mumford, 47. And then a huge drop to Phil at 26. So really, uh, the top four guys, were pick trend-wise, were, were pretty pretty entrenched by everybody. Uh, me, myself, and I, I had Phil Nicoletti, 34 points. I mean, I wasn't picking Miller. I wasn't picking St. Cyr. So I missed out on two points with Robbie Wageman or, or Talon Hawkins, who I could have picked also. Um, so I'm not that upset about it. I went with Phil. I went with TJ Albright. He was a 12 handicap. He's been my guy all year. He uh, did get uh, double points, obviously, with a 12 handicap, but it didn't look good near the end. Uh, I went with Levi Kitchen as my all-star, and he, uh, he got second and 25 points. And my last guy, uh, Ryder D. Uh, he was seventh in the main early. Crashed out one point, and uh, yeah, that's a, that's a tough blow for that. I mean, I guess it for 52% pick trend, so I guess a lot of people it was a tough blow for. But that's my 250 class from Glendale. Uh, Paul, what about you? Yeah, it's not real good, Steve. Um, I got to scroll pretty far down, and it looks like a lot of the high handicap guys put up the most points uh, in Glendale, and I went all low, low handicaps. So uh, best guy on my team was Julian Bomer. Uh, he put up 32 at a one handicap after getting seventh. I did go Carson Mumford, which it was looking smart and good for a long time after the heat race. It looked great, but his last few laps, I, I, don't, I guess he got tired. I don't know, but I, I know his, he faded at the end uh, to get 11th, so barely squeaked out double there. Um, my all-star was next, Levi Kitchen at 25, so I maxed out there. And like you, Steve, I had Ryder D. Mm -hmm. who DNF'd, and that's a one. So that struggles. Um, in hindsight, I was looking hard at Phil. I didn't end up picking him. I didn't I didn't pick Max, clearly, uh, because I had been burned by him twice already this year um, due to his allergies to the main event, and he put him behind him in Glendale. So, yeah, I kind of didn't do well at all. Uh, Dan? Yeah, I actually ended up having the same team as Paul. Um yeah, I mean, Miller, the same reason Paul didn't pick him. We've picked him, and it just hasn't went well. So I did have Bomer. I thought it was a good pick. Carson Mumford, like Paul said, was a good pick. I'm not sure what happened, arm pump, or got tired. But, I mean, Paul, when you look at it, if Ryder D would have just stayed up there, we would have had a really good team. Like, honestly. Yeah. I mean, Levi, Levi gets 25. Ryder D doesn't crash and gets a seventh. I mean, I think that's a pretty solid team. It moves back Mumford one, but... Um, I also switched my FFL. I went from kitchen to I've been going kitchen, and I was like, man, RJ's been pretty good. Yeah, RJ's got a couple of these good starts, so I went with RJ just to be different. And of course, kitchen got it. So um, yeah, not going great for me either. All right, JT, two fifty class, Glendale. Yeah, similar team to the crew. Uh, Bomer. Uh, I'll be honest and say, I, well, it wasn't terrible. He hasn't been really all that good since like the opener, but uh, I mean, whatever. It was my highest score, so I'm not going to complain too much. Uh, I had Mumphy, and I didn't see what happened, uh, just in full transparency. I'm usually just watching the guys at the front because I need to talk about it on TV, so I, I don't get... Like, I know, Steve, normally if I was watching with you, like you're seeing all sorts of things, nuances and guys going backwards and all the things that you can watch as a spectator. I miss a lot of that stuff now. So 
I kind of keyed in on him after the race, just shaking his head down, waiting for his mechanic. Like he had his helmet off Mm -hmm. and he was not happy about something. I just don't know what. I don't know. It was a real bad fade though. Yep. Yeah. yeah. He just, you could tell he was, he was very frustrated with, I'm I'm guessing himself. um, But there was a look of disgust on his face that is uh, unmistakable. And uh, yeah, I had RJ Hampshire. He got the job done. And then I had Ryder D just like all you did. And uh, I didn't see him crash. I just saw him laid out, which was also the reason for all the drama at the front with Jordan and Levi. So uh, yeah, it was my pick sucked. And then he, he had a huge bearing on the race as well. All right. 450 wise. We talked about Vince freeze last week on the pod uh, you guys were higher on him than I was as far as his uh, points were. I mean, I wasn't negative on it. I just didn't say much. You guys, I remember pumping him up a lot. And uh, 44 points. So he was a top scorer by 10, uh, which was a really good w- job uh, for Vince and his owners. 48% of people picked him. Uh, 34 uh, points for Hunter Lawrence. 34 points for Malcolm. 32 points for Simonson, first main of the, event of the year. Justin Hill, 32 um, so, yeah, it was kind of a close call uh, after uh, Vince being the obvious uh, advantage there. Pick trend was Vince first. This was his first race. Uh, he missed two, I think. And then uh, pick trend Christian Craig was next. Anderson, Dino, Cade, uh, Malcolm Stewart, Eli Tomac after that. Myself, I had Vince Freeze, 44, just because you guys were more pumped on him. I mean, I knew he'd make the main. It wasn't that. But he'd have trouble finishing up there, but he got 13th. Uh, so that was good. He got a start. 44 points. Justin Hill has been better, much better lately, qualifying seventh in Detroit, qualified up there again in Glendale. Uh, he had a bike problem in Detroit. This week I was banking on no bike problem, and he got a 15th, which for Justin Hill has been pretty good. So that was all right. My team was okay. I had the guy named Jet Lawrence. That was good. 25 points, looking good. I was happy with that. So at this point I was two points off a perfect team. With these three riders. Two points off a perfect team. And then I went with Cade. Uh, thanks, Cade. Yeah, thanks to go around the outside of a guy in the LCQ. Uh, really smart decision. Uh, not much better decision by Starling, who faded badly. And I lit both of them up many times in my group text this week as well, being angry at them. Uh, so, yeah, thanks, Cade, for that. And now Cade is going to probably get uh, 40 points this weekend in uh, in uh, nah. Dallas. So, all right, Paul, who would you have? Uh, I had Vince Freese. Um, yeah, we talked about him. Just his handicap was really high. Good starter. Yeah, a lot of points. Thank you, Vince. Uh, from there, I went Christian Craig, who put up 30. He started to maybe kind of right his ship, so I'm stoked to get 30 out of him. Eli Tomac was my all-star. Um, and then, yeah, like you, Steve, I had Cade Clayson. So, um, I don't know. I guess I'm the only thing that really bummed me out was that Starling proceeded to lose like nine positions after parking my fantasy guy. So that kind of made it tough, but I don't really blame, I don't really blame either. You know, you got to blame Cade for going outside. I don't blame him for going outside, but um, yeah, I don't know. And I got the FFL wrong. I went jet and it was not jet. Okay. So there's my team. All right, Dan. Yeah. uh, I had jet FFL also got that wrong. Um, I didn't go Vince. I mean, I thought he was a good pick. I just, I kind of went conservative. I went Christian Craig. I was just waiting for him to turn it around. It still wasn't great, but it was, it was solid. 30 points, I'll take it. I went Dean Wilson. I thought Dean would be better um, on that track. Uh, he rode press day. I just thought that he would be a little bit better. Um, so only 26 points there was a little bit of a bummer. And I went Justin Cooper. 
Uh, I still just thought there was some value in there. So I left a lot of points on the table. My all-star was Jet Lawrence. I got 25 there. So uh, I just left a lot of points on the table with Vince Freeze and, and Justin Hill. I looked at both of those guys, obviously. But I guess I didn't pick Cade, so that was good. All you guys had Cade, so mm-hmm. um, that paid off for me. So uh, JT, Cade? Yes, I think so, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, I blame both of them. Cade, okay. <laughs> I'm not really sure why why you're forcing it there. Like Starling had literally a boat anchor tied to him. I, I don't think he had to force it right there. Um, I also have a problem with Starling saying he didn't know it was Cade. He looked over literally twice and he was right in front of him when he hit him. Like, I don't know why he said he didn't know it was Cade. Like Cade's gear is pretty damn apparent. And uh, yeah, uh, whatever. It doesn't matter. It, I, I think that was just a, He's trying to cop out of saying, I wouldn't have done it if it was Cade. I think he would have done it if it was Jesus himself. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I, I don't think that had anything to do with anything. Um, but I was more like, what the hell was Starling doing? Like, if if you're that tired and you're going to go that far backwards, like, what are you knocking people down for? Like, I, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yep. Um, but anyway, yes, I had, I did have Cade, and that, that sucked for everybody. Um, the bright spot was Vince, which I don't think I've ever said that before. I don't think I've ever <laughs> uttered the word that Vince was my bright spot. Uh, but yes, 44 points and Vince is a good rider, you know, outside of all the other BS that we know he's involved in, the guy can ride a dirt bike. So I'm kind of, I've been very surprised that it hasn't gone better to this point. Uh, but that was a pretty good ride. Christian Craig is been, let's just face it. He's been really bad this year so far. Um, for him to get 12th is not a great ride by any means, but his handicap had, had gone up so high that. You know, got 30 points out of it. So I don't know what's going on there. I know, Steve, you talked to him more than most, um, but it has not not been great. So uh, it is what it is. I, I'm going to keep picking him if he gives me a high handicap, but I don't have high expectations, to be fair. Uh, I had Eli. got me 25 points. Um, I mean, I guess he kind of squeaked in there. Like, it wasn't a crazy good ride or anything. I, I think the start was probably the the biggest key to it. You know, if he starts eighth, I don't know what he ends up, you know, eighth, maybe like maybe he's in the fight with Webb. I don't know. Um, it wasn't a fantastic ride by any means. So that was my team. All right. Sounds good. We're going into Dallas this weekend. Pulp Mex fantasy. Thank you to fly. Thank you. hundred percent. As I said up the top and thank you to folks at motorsport.com. Go through the banner to help us out out and great prices, great fast shipping, um, free shipping and everything over 69 bucks. I think, uh, dedicated team of gearheads that help you out. The best online place out there, whether it's Get and Athena or Fly or Renthal or 100%, they got you covered at motorsport.com. Thank you to those guys for stepping up. They also do the FFL. Uh, each and every week they give away a gift card for the winner of the FFL, and they give away a winner for a random championship user. A $25 gift card from motorsport.com. Thanks to those guys. Uh, that And that winner is Tyler Connor. Thanks, Tyler, for playing. We'll be in touch. GrillYourAssOff.com. Sorry, no, second place is our jerky. Our jerky prize package, T. Brown. And grill Your Ass Off sample pack, Scotch 99. Scotch, Scotch, Scotch. Uh, thank you, guys, for playing. Appreciate it, and you're all going to be in touch. We'll, we'll send out the prizes. Thanks, everybody, for playing Pulp Mex Fantasy for another year. Uh, yeah, very, very exciting stuff. All right, here we go. Dallas, 250 East. We got some juicy guys that are non-All-Stars because of that massive first-turn pileup coming into the race. And so there's going to be some big decisions going to be made. I can already see the Handicap Committee has screwed up a couple of things, but yeah, they'll get it eventually. Um, let's talk All-Stars first, though. Uh, Paul, we'll start with you. You had a big hand making these handicaps. 
Um, let's go with 250 All-Stars. What do you think? Well, you touched on it already, Steve, and, and because it was – I would say we haven't – we. I'll take most of the blame, I guess, but, like, we got it so wrong, right? Like, I've never had to switch so many All-Stars to non-All-Stars after one round, and obviously that was the first-year pilot. But, mm-hmm. um, but that said – it, I think it makes picking an all-star this week difficult. Like, I don't think there's a ton that everyone will love. Um, I have Austin Forkner right now at a two. Obviously, he won the race. He led every lap all night. He got two hole shots. I think that's a great all-star pick. That's pretty easy, and everyone should be able to pick him. That said, I don't think there's a ton after that. Um, I think I could pick at Max Anstey, but I don't really like anybody after that because these were, all, again, all guys that we didn't see in the top seven, and, and they all got great finishes. Yeah. Dan, what do you, what do you think? Yeah, I agree with Paul. Uh, I do like um, I do like Daxon Bennett, Forkner, um, and Max Ancy. Those are my three favorite. Uh, but I mean, I think this was an, a very strange race when you had a lot of top guys down in the first turn with McAdoo and yeah. uh, you know Hymas fell on the last lap. He was fourth. I think uh, yeah. So I think I think it, this was a very strange week. But uh, those are my three favorite all stars. JT, J- JT, there, yeah, for all stars, JT Forkner who and, and Anstey who are available to everybody. Those are your, those are your. Yeah, yeah I don't. Yeah. I, I'm not gonna go with one of the guys that benefited from the first turn crash. Like, you could could Anstey or Forkner have a bad race? Sure, but those are guys that I would consider picking anyway. So yeah, it's it's no brainer for me. Um, non. I, okay, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna touch. I think where you'll where we'll see that it'll play a bigger role is when we go to pick our non-all-stars and how uh, Dan touched on earlier, you know, there's a guys that a lot of guys are going to move into the top seven. So I think you need to be mindful that you have a decent all-star to pick the following week. Cause it's going to be weird. I think. So, uh, hi, Mrs. Knee, Dan, what's the, what do we know? It's all right. Yeah. Uh, he's good. Um, he took a few days off after Detroit yeah. and then, uh, he's been solid this week. Um, he what? had one of his best days. I've seen him ride yesterday. So, yeah, he, um, he was great in Detroit. Obviously, the knee was the problem, but uh, he was yeah, great. I, mean, so I like he, that he zero. Had, yeah, I think um, I think that Chance, if you told me Chance was third this weekend, I wouldn't be surprised at all. So, uh, JT, McAdoo, Deegan, Vial, all factory dudes, minus two, minus two, minus one. Uh, Paul's got them all picked. Paul's Paul's just taking that. He's smashing his computer. He's fine. Uh, what What do you think, JT, for all for uh, non All Stars for these factory guys? Yeah, I, I don't mind it. Um, the one question I would have is on Vial, just because I'm not as sold on him. Like he doesn't have the Supercross credentials, in my opinion, that McAdoo or Deegan have. So I will take two out of three for sure. Um, and just move along my merry way. Vial, I still need to see a little bit more. Doesn't mean he won't for sure end up on my team. I have him picked right now, but I'm not. I'm not locked in on it. Um, I, if I saw somebody else that looked good, or there was another opportunity, I would probably lean that way. Because in the end, in a neutral situation, I think Vial's probably like five, six, seven. So you put the risk in there of him crashing. I don't think he probably does better than like fifth. Maybe he does, but I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I, I'm underestimating him. I just I hold some of these other guys in a higher regard in Supercross than him. What do you think, Paul? Um, yeah, I, I think I would agree with what JT said. Um, I'm probably higher on Bial than most. I believe in him. I, I think he's a good starter, and and um, I think he was looking better uh, in Detroit than maybe you would even give him credit for going into Detroit, Steve. So I, I want to say he was higher 
got higher on your radar following Detroit. Granted, he was in that first turn melee, so we didn't see nothing. So JT obviously has a, has a strong point. But um, I just think it's going to be difficult when you look at the list and then you inject some of the new guys that are coming into the class this weekend. There's a lot of arena cross guys. Um, Preston Kilroy's showing up. I just I know those guys are going to be in the main event, and eight is great. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I think I think I'm with you. Um, Dan, you have Evan Ferry picked at a 12. Yeah, I mean, he might not stay, but I think Evan goes in directly out of the heat race this week. Um, Colin Park is obviously out. There's new guys coming in, so it could change. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think Evan's gotten better over the last few weeks. I think first race and everything else. So right now, I see a little bit of value on them. I think everybody is going to pick Vial, Deegan. That group, mm-hmm. those three. So I changed it up a little bit. I went with Hamaker. I think Hamaker still got a lot of value out of zero. Uh, he was very fast. Uh, I mean, I can't believe he even raced Detroit after his crash. Um, and I think there's value in Hymas. Uh, we just talked about it a little bit. But, I mean, I get to see him during the week, and I know he's riding great. So um, I like both those guys. I'm a little confused from Deegan. Uh, a great first practice, a so-so second practice, and then a great heat. And then the main, his bike was pretty bent up, so it's like whatever. Like I'm not quite, obviously with the wrist and everything. That's the, the you know the wrist injury and everything else. We've got time behind him. Like is he on the podium or is it still building? I I would I have him top four or better. Yeah, in my opinion, so. three three weeks of riding is a lot as far as like yeah. when you're healthy and can just get after it. Three weeks is a lot, and if you go, I know it's insta bangers, and I get all that. Trust me, I, I've done it myself. But if you go look at, like, his video of him riding with Tomac recently, like on YouTube, he's ripping. Like, he looks markedly better than he did going into Detroit, and I think that'll show up. Are you sure you're not watching a a repost of the Tomac thing in the offseat, like, two months ago? Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, he's been in in Florida, I believe. Yeah, either way, though, he's been riding, and he has been better, for sure. I mean, I've seen videos of No, no, the video I saw, Um, they were in Florida. I just thought it was some more recent. Uh, Yeah, I I agree with you, Paul. I think he's he's fourth to it. I don't necessarily think he's, like, a clear-cut favorite to win yet. Yeah, Um, Yeah, that's exactly where I'm at, yeah. It's, if you look at the track layout, I mean, the start could throw, it's the same layout as Detroit. Like, same first (laughs) three lanes. The exact same first three. It's literally the same layout. They just flip-flopped the other two lanes. Um, I mean, the start could be just as crazy as it was in Detroit, honestly. So. Yeah, it could totally flip the field. The guys that escaped yeah. it last 100%. time, they get stuck in it this time. 100%. Uh, Hammaker and J-Mart. J- J-Mart's going to be back, I guess, uh, from what I hear. Uh, I'm out on J-Mart. Okay. All right. Uh, Hammaker was really good, but, yeah, he had a bad first practice to kind of set the tone. Factory guy at a zero. Um, yeah, there's definitely some, some good picks here. Like, like I'm going safe, you know, like, like I know what Dan was saying about how these guys are all going to take their top pick trends and, and they are, but dude, McAdoo, Deegan, Vial, Hymas, Hammaker are all legit picks. If you want to stay away from J-Mart, okay, I get it. Uh, I don't even want to look at the guys that are like higher. Like, yeah, I mean, I guess that, that call up guy was legit. Trevor call up. He was really good, but yeah, he was. He went straight in. That's a sixteenth or better, and you know, I don't know. I, I, I think going back to what um, JT was speaking about, and especially looking at at Detroit's results. So McAdoo was fifteenth, Deegan was sixteenth, and Vial was eighteenth. So Vial, if 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 JT is taking two of the three that I had, maybe the move is to pass on Vial because he should still, I would think, be ninth or worse in points and then you can pick him at daytona which i would imagine is a great track for him 
Yeah. So good, good maybe, points. you know, that, yeah, I'm just worried a little bit about All-Star and who's available the following week because I think these points are going to get jumbled weirdly. And I think you're going to have to have around 30 points or so to stay in the top eight. So we'll see. You know what? If you want to look at further, deeper back, uh, Isaiah Clark and Bitterman are two Arena Cross guys jumping in. B- Clark's been better than Bitterman, but but Bitterman's been close to him at a three difference between the two. I went go Bitterman instead of Clark. If you were going to go, if you were going to do that, if you thought I want to say Bitterman's ahead of him in points in Arena Cross, though. Maybe I feel like Isaiah's been a bit better from the ones I watched, but. Um, but, you know, there's a three-handicap difference between them, so keep that in mind. Um, yeah. I don't, Bitterman is ahead of Clark in points, but okay. I don't know, I don't know the yeah. details behind that right. without looking. But. Hicks wasn't good in uh, in there, in Arizona. I don't know what happened to Michael Hicks, but maybe is he – he's going to do 250. He was 450 yeah. there, so maybe he's 250 now. Uh, Romano? Yeah, better back on 250. Romano was so-so, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I like Nick, but I think we should have probably picked him at the first round. I don't I – don't, um, you know, he's had a rough kind of off season too. He's been hurt a lot. Uh, we talked about on the last pod that Detroit was the first time he raced in a long time. Mm-hmm. He's a sixth. I don't, I don't know. I just, I think he's going to be right around 10 to 14 for a while until he kind of gets his confidence back a bit. Can I interest JT in, in a Hardy Munoz? I was going to throw that Never. out there. <laughs> I mean, he's got value there at a 14. For sure. it, if, it, it, if you want to go a higher handicap, I think Hardy's a good pick. And I, I mean, yeah. The kid Garrett Hoffman that rides at our place, he obviously got passed by Colin Park on the last lap of the LCQ in Detroit. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's riding pretty good. I mean, this is only if you want to, you know, if you want to swing for the fences, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, there's too many good I, picks to do that, I think, though, right? But well, I just don't understand why you would go hardy. Like, the risk-reward is so terrible. I, I don't think it's terrible. Where is it? What's his handicap? It's a 14. I mean, I think yeah, Hardy's I mean, fairly I, I, okay. decent. At fourteen, I understand it, but yeah, that's the thing. But dude, he crashes a lot. A lot. Maybe save, maybe save him. He goes seems to find his way into the main event at Daytona. It seems like yeah. every damn time. Yeah, I hear you. I just, I can't do it. Like I, I'm out. I'm, yeah, I'm out on it. Period. It's a good point again, Paul, for Daytona and Hardy. It's a better spot for him. Yeah, just more time to sort himself out. I remember him. Killing people defending the lead in the LCQ there a yeah. year or two ago. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Wasn't well, uh, there like two or three red flags on yeah. that tunnel? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I had a fantasy guy behind Hardy and I was losing my mind because he was just. I had Hardy. And, and I just kept thinking, like, how are we rolling the dice on these restarts and he's pulling it? It's just amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Let's, uh, let's pick our four 100% lead pipe lock as well uh, for uh, Dallas 250 class. I'll start. I got Forkner as my all star. And honestly, I, I don't. I, I got Hymas, Deegan, McAdoo. I could see myself taking McAdoo off and putting uh, Hamaker on there because he's a little worse because I feel like they're going to be close to the same. Maybe McAdoo beats him by one or two, but then Hamaker's got the the better handicap. So uh, that's going to be my team. I, I don't think it's going to change much. And I'll go Hymas as my, as my 100% lead pipe block. Uh, Dan, what about you? Uh, right now I have Dax Bennett as my all-star. I think that's a pretty solid all-star. He was good all day in Detroit. Uh, I have Hamaker and Hymas both at zeros and only because of what you said, the extra one spot. I think it, I mean, I think they're going to all be close, right? I think mm-hmm. Hamaker, Vial, Deegan, uh, McAdoo. So I have those two. And then right now I have Evan Ferry, which, you know, we'll see how it goes throughout the day, but I did talk to Timmy and they made some changes on the bike. It seems like he's in a better place. So I think it'll be good. All right, Paul. Um, oh, who's your lock? Sorry, Dan, who's your lock? Uh, for my lock, Chance Hymas. All right. Um, 
after the kind of talking we did over Vial and Hymas, I have taken Vial off. I think he's going to be the move for Daytona. I still think he'll be dub- double eligible there. Um, and his handicap probably won't move much. So I'm uh, going to save him and put on Hymas based on Dan's report from the week. And then uh, I have Forkner. I Again, he led every lap. He's a two. I think he'll get top three. And then I have the minus twos of Deegan and McAdoo. And I would give Deegan the edge over McAdoo. So he'll be my lock. All right, JT. Yeah, I like uh, – I like. well, I shouldn't say that. I'm not sure on Vial, but otherwise I like the let's go safe, get our guys in the main uh, and with the Deegan-McAdoo-Vial thing. And then Forkner for me is – I don't know. He looked great, so I'm just going to go with that. And then I'll go with my lock as Hayden Deegan. Can you not pick Hymas or did, are you passing on him? Everybody. He's, he's on my list. Oh. I didn't know that he's riding so well again until Dan said that. Um, okay. And I had my team pick before he said that. So that's okay. certainly one that I would consider putting back in. Fly racing, you know. Well, yeah, yeah. I, just didn't <laughs> I, know. I, don't, I didn't know the status of his health. Like, uh, the last time I saw him in Detroit, he could barely walk. So I don't know. Dan FFL? Yeah, I mean, I've literally – I don't know that if I've gotten one right in either class this year. It's really hurting me and my, my financial uh, bets that I have. So <laughs> uh, I don't think it's a good idea in this class. I mean, Forkner obviously got both starts in the heat race and the main event. Yeah. Or no, I mean, actually, Hymas might have got those. Hymas might have got them. He might have led the first lap, I guess. But, yeah, um, but yeah I don't know. I, I, if you want to pick one, pick Forkner, I guess. Um, Kitchen's been good on the other coast, so I think they got their bikes in a good spot. But uh, I'm probably out, honestly. Okay. All right. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Give me Forkner. Oh wow! Here we go. I just I believe I believe in the momentum rolling. And again, two hole shots already. PC's been getting good starts. I'm gonna. I'm not doing it, but I would pick. I would it. pick Deegs. I would pick Deegs if I was allowed, or if I was allowing myself to go that route. Okay. Uh, all right. 450 class for Dallas. We got a bunch of new guys in it. Um, uh, let's uh, let's talk about that a little bit. Let's talk about non all stars if we can. Paul, uh, Oldenburg's jumping in. Uh, we got Lalinovich coming in. Uh, Grant Harlan is making his debut. Ty Masterpool's making his debut. Do you like any Mumford. of these? Mumford. Yeah, a lot of a lot of 250 East guys. You named, I think, pretty much all of them. Uh, a couple, like Ryan Brees is also making his first showing this year. Devin Harriman's an arena cross guy. So, yeah, right now, um, I think... I have Oldenburg, and uh, I, I believe he will make it into the main event, but I think it's going to be tricky like because a lot of these guys, the, the double-digit handicapped guys, man, it's going to be a fight for the LCQ, and I think it could bump guys out like like Cade Clayson could miss the main event. He's been there a lot um, because I, I think guys like Mumford and Oldenburg will, will be better starters and will we'll get in ahead of him. Um, I mean, Wageman is racing as well, so uh, handicap-wise and fantasy-wise, I don't know if I'm picking any of them right now confidently except i like oldenburg do we like any of those new guys jt i like Brees. me too uh, but yeah. i like Brees, but i'm also worried about the influx of new guys too so i'm thinking Brees in the old lineup maybe this lineup looks a little different you know and that takes away his opportunity to get in so i, I don't know what that does to it i have to see what it looks like on saturday i'm in on Brees. yep over over all those other guys He's always been on a borderline guy, though. You have to remember that. He, he's never been like a week-in, week-out. He's always in the main guy. It's always drama, chaos in the LCQs, making it. And he's made it a lot, to be fair. But it's it's not it's not a shoe-in with him, seemingly, ever. And I don't know why that is, but that's kind of the his MO. So Cade's a 16, and I'm kind of with you, Paul, a little bit. When you look at these guys coming in, 
maybe it's not such an obvious pick to get in. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean, when you add Masterpool, Mumford, Oldenburg, like, and and you guys are obviously talking about Brees, so maybe you're higher on Brees than I am, but I just don't think Cade beats any one of those three. I think they all start in front of him, and I don't think he ever sees them. Colt Nichols is racing too, right? No, I don't think so. I don't believe so. He's not on the entry list yet. If he is, um, that that'll be an interesting one when, we, when he comes back. If any of you guys feel confident on the beta and his shoulder and everything, um, well, fantasy wise, it just depends on his handicap. Right. Uh. Okay. Um. I, I like Vince Freeze. I know you guys can't pick him, but yeah. I think there's still a lot of value. Yeah. Have Nate. I agree, Dan. I, I agree. He, he beats all these new guys. He won. I think he beats Oldenburg and Mumford and those guys. Um, you think he does? Yeah, yeah. I, I think yeah, so. I do Vince, too. Vince is very good. Um, yeah. I I know Justin Barsha is not exactly gelling with his bike and everything else, but he's still with three handicap. I think there's some value there as well. It threw um, him to the ground. The bike threw. Put him down. Put yeah, him down. Put him down. They're, it, it, they're throwing the kitchen sink at that bike this week too. <laughs> um, and I do think there's still value with Malcolm Stewart too. Um, out of two, yeah. I mean, I've, I've picked them a few times and it hasn't gone well, but I mean, Malcolm, Malcolm get get fourth or fifth, no problem. I think it's just, yeah, it's hard to think that Barca can't be better than thirteenth, right? Like, jeez, <laughs> he, got thir- he, got th- he got third three rounds ago. Yeah, I mean, in the yeah. mud, but like, yeah. Since that third though, thirteen, twelve, eighteen. Yeah, yeah. I, I get it, but I mean, he's capable of getting a. a... Did did it, did they put the bigger forks on? Did did they put the bigger forks on? What, what's going on with that? But I, I know where I know where Dan's headed, and I'm with Dan. At least you know Barsha's going to be in the main event, and he has upside. Like a three is high for Barsha traditionally, and he's a guy that could just pop a sixth. Like that could happen. So I, at least he has upside, and I think that's what Dan's getting at with Malcolm Stewart and Craig. Also, I don't know if he spoke about Craig, but I think there's value in Craig. I can't pick him, but out of four, he's trending the right way. Finally, he's 14, 13, 12 the last three rounds. So maybe he can be a tenth. And out of four, that's pretty good points in this class because the handicaps are all pretty tuned in yeah i mean i i don't think you score the highest i think if Cade gets in of course Cade gets you know he probably gets 17th or 18th and gets a lot of points but you're taking that risk the same thing that could happen as last week you know Cade's probably going to be in the lcq and then you got guys like Brees and oldenburg and mumford that all want in it i just think that there's a little bit more i guess for me it's safer right i don't know i agree with dan big time i think the lcq is going to be packed because you have those guys he just mentioned harlan wageman Brees. I mean, guys that are going to try to be making the mains, I think it's going to be really tough LCQ. I'm out on Harlan, I think, for the opening round, right? Bad injury. Uh, I mean, he was so good for fantasy players last year, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I think wait and see is probably the right thing to say. But, man, national number 23, like he's obviously damn good. Had a great year last year. Uh, Dean Wilson, thoughts, Paul? I just don't think there's a lot of upside. I think kind of – 15, 16, 14, 17. That's kind of his range right now. And, you know, like top priority is to get through 17 rounds. I think you can look at Drake. He's been had some bad luck lately, but he's been putting in the mains. He missed one, I think, all year um, out of 10. You know? Yeah. Last three results are 21, 15, 21. Yeah. So at a 10, you're hoping he can get a 15, I guess. Yes. Yes. I'm hoping he can not have issues or something in the mains. Um, uh, all right, uh, Justin Cooper, I like at a one. I, I know he got eleventh last time, but he moved forward. So, um, yeah, Justin Cooper, I think can get in that eighth spot. I like Hunter Lawrence at a minus one too. I mean, this guy just got fifth. 
Yeah, I don't know. Is, is he fixed? Is it better? I don't know. You tell me, and then I'll. I mean, yeah, he's, I mean, you know, he's getting better for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Look at his results. I mean, eight. Yep. I'm sorry, eleven, eight, five. The last three. So, at a minus one, I mean, at least he's another guy on this list that I know will be in the main event because, mm-hmm. again, these high handicap ones, I think, is going to be real rolling dice. JT Hunter minus one, Justin Cooper one. What are your thoughts? Um, man, it's six and one half a dozen the other. Uh, I don't know that I love either one of them. If you could tell me that Hunter's going to be the same guy he was in Arlington, then I'm on board. And if you could tell me that Justin Cooper is going to be the same guy he was in Anaheim too, I'm on board. But I don't have any guarantee of that, so I kind of think it's a crapshoot. I can't tell you that, so. I I know. Nobody can. That's the point, right? There's a lot of guessing there. You could be – I look at it this way. You're probably not going to get killed with that pick, but is there a ton of upside? I don't know. You know, you, you need one of you need both of them or either of them to kind of have their best night to, mm-hmm. to get a decent score. Yep. Nope. True. The only thing about Oldenburg a little bit is he when he's done four fifties in the past, Paul, and I, I know Mitchell well. I talked to him, I've interviewed him. Um he's kind of like he's he, he's just in the mains to 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 be in the mains, right? Like he's not crushing it, trying to get a factory ride. He wants to stay healthy for two fifty class. He doesn't want to get in the way of these dudes. Just go is, go look at his 450 results, though. Yeah, they're all right. Yeah, they're not bad. He does the laps. I mean, he's oh, not yeah, out of know. shape. He does the laps. Yes. No. Absolutely. Um. All right. I just FYI on that. I always felt like he, you know, I always felt like he plays it safe. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um. Maybe. Chiz? Did I see a, Did I see a stat last week that he has like the most 250 starts of anybody or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, he passed Marty. I believe he passed Marty. I'm in the vault with. I'm looking at his vault right now, and he's got pages. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) pages. I I congratulated him on it, and then he said, "I'm not sure that's something to be proud of." (laughs) So there is that. Um, All right, what else we got? Uh, We haven't talked about All Star yet. Yeah, no, I I was just thinking non All Stars. Um, Oh, I. I, not all star. I have Benny Bloss on my team. Yeah, that's that's. I know if, I, you guys probably won't love it, but I yeah. mean, he's a ten. I believe he will make the main event in this field. He might be the highest handicap that makes the main event. So if that oh, is the case, he's probably not a good pick. But he has gone fifteen, twenty, twenty, seventeen, and he's a ten. So you're getting double all four, all four of his last results, mm-hmm. which not many people on this list can say that. Right. So that's why you pick. You it. pick Benny over Chiz. Um, it's a good question, Dan. I think no. I think I would take Chiz. <laughs> so let me change that. Yeah, let's change it right now. I I just I, for me the Benny I still have question marks with the the bike and everything I else. I think they got the bike figured out. It's a lot. It's a lot beta. It's beta. <laughs> so much beta. Yeah, so much beta. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean, I just think that if you're going to take the beta or the 09 RMZ 450, I go 09 RMZ 450. So. <laughs> no, I'm with you. Yeah, they're both 10s. I just changed it. I like right. that. Fair point. Fair point. Um, okay, All-Stars, 450s. Anything else on non-All-Stars before I move on or let's move to All-Stars? Yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of picks, honestly. It's like you're going to have yeah. to look at qual- – I would look at qualifying heats. Um, I mean, Justin Hill still has value at an 8. Like there's yeah. a lot of value here. Um. Anybody know what happened to Cooper Webb in Glendale? Is he back? Is is this okay? Can I pick he him up at three? He always does shit at Glendale. He's not good at Glendale. Uh, it's not that bad, though, at Glendale. Yeah, normally. Oh, it's, give me a it's break. His average he's going to be fine. 
His average it's, finish is seventh. He's never gotten a podium in his life. His best finish of his career there is fourth. Like that's yeah, what it is. He's fine. I'm he's not, really I'm not even. He's really good in Dallas and on the Detroit layout. If he would have got a start, he maybe would have probably wins. Yeah. Yeah. He's, got, yeah. he's got two titles. He's got two titles in his career. And zero podiums across the yeah. races at that same race. Dallas so, is I, different dirt than Detroit, though. So of course I, it is. You know, I, oh, I'm, oh, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. Just, I'm just talking to Dan. We're like just I don't. Glendale. I'm not saying. No, no. I, I said I said in Detroit, it's same similar layout, and he was really good there. Yeah, I think <laughs> so, that was more of a dirt thing I, than anything. Yeah, Dallas yeah. is normally harder. Um, Give me Cooper Webb for a top four. Yeah. I'll take it. Is, is Cooper Webb okay? Is not a, a valid question. Though. Okay, like, I, can't hear, I can't hear that right now. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I'm 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 taking Ken Roxon. Okay, good for you. Do that. Hey, I like he, that. Pick. He won last race. Sure, he did. I'm picking Chase Sexton. He's a four. I think he can get top five. What about his hand? How are we doing? Week off. He's fine. fine. Okay. He was, he's fine. All he's right. Fine. Jeez, don't get yell at me. <laughs> um, JT All Stars. Uh, I'll take the Jet. I like I uh, like that yeah. guy. He's pretty fast. I can't take yeah, it. Yeah, top yep. three. That's pretty easy too. Yeah, I can't take. I wish it. I could, but I, I can't. That, I guess that's why I was moving on because I can't pick him. But yeah, Jet, <laughs> Jet's a great pick, obviously. Um, so yeah, honestly, Anderson, oh, Roxon, Sexton, Tomac's a four. It's all not bad. All stars pretty easy this week. Yeah, I think. I mean, these are the top eight guys, right? Like. The, yeah. the all stars. I mean, I know that's that's dumb, but they, these guys get top eight in my opinion. They I, they do, and when you look at the points, there's a giant divide. Like there is nobody, for lack of a better word, penetrating the top eight besides these two. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the, these these guys are clear cut. Yes. Like I think they're pretty pretty in there. <laughs> like yeah, okay. they're balls deep in the top eight. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, let's let's name the four in your lead pipe lock as well. JT, go ahead for four fifty class. Uh, so I have the Jet uh, leading these things off and probably leading the field around. Um, I have Malcolm Stewart at a two, who he is getting better. I know it's been bad, but he is getting better. Um, and I think uh, – I don't know. Like I heard Paul say fifth or sixth, maybe. Yeah, whatever. But I, I like it at a two. I'll, I'll take my chances at a two. Uh, I have Dino. I don't – I honestly expected more from Dean. I know Paul was a little bit like maybe just be realistic. I – Thought he'd be better. Like, I, I honestly thought he'd be like 12, 13, 14 each week. And it sometimes he has, a lot of times he hasn't. Um, but I'm going to pick him again. And then I have Brees on my team right now. But I, again, I already kind of prefaced that with I'm not as confident as I would be if there wasn't this influx of Arena Cross and East Coast guy or West Coast guys no. and all this other Brees, stuff. So. Brees is in, dude. Brees is in. Well, no, I wish I'll that you bet. could decide that, but um, no. that's not I'll take a bet on that. All right. What do you want, Paul? 20 bucks, our standard move. I say no main event. Okay, I'll take it. Oh, man, he's running so good right Dude, now. Dude, he is, and he's he's better than JT was saying earlier. I, I, I you, He's a warrior. He got, he's got to make I, money. I know nothing about how well he's riding. I don't okay. discredit that he's a warrior, but I'm just looking at the entry list. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's won like the last six main events. Dude, I'm telling you. Get, get, get ready for Brees. Hopefully I get to hold on to my 20. It's going to be a cool <laughs> Brees in Dallas. Yeah, try again on that one, the okay. headline. <laughs> uh, I, okay, JT, who's your lock? Uh, I will go with uh, – let me make sure there's nobody I, that I can't pick that I would like to go with instead. I don't believe there is. Um, sorry, I should have known that. All right, nope, I'll go with, I'll go with Malcolm Stewart. All right, Dan, what's yours? Um, for my lead pipe lock, I like Vince Freeze, and I like – Malcolm Stewart, Vince Freeze, 
I like um, Justin Barsha, I think, out of three. I'm going to go back to that. And Cooper Webb is my all-star. I'd like to thank whoever's been typing this whole pod, by the way. That's great. Thank you. I'm sorry. That's me. I didn't know you could hear it. You should have told me. Um, <laughs> Freeze is your, all, is your lock, Dan? Freeze is my lock. Why do you ever ask? You know it's JT. He's either on a treadmill or typing. Yeah, He's right. definitely not only doing the podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry, man. I, w- I wouldn't have done it if I thought you could. I apologize. That's my bad. Okay. Uh, I'm still trying to think of something funny to rhyme with Brees, but I, I got nothing. Um, okay. <laughs> it's going to be a cool Brees in Detroit, Dallas. Uh, all right. Ken Rocks is my all-star, but yes, Cooper Webb, Jet uh, are all great picks. Um, I'll go Justin Cooper. Thinking, I think he can get eighth this weekend at a one. I'll take that. Uh, I'll go Bam Bam. I hope his bike doesn't throw him to the ground. Uh, 13 is an insane uh, double points for Justin Barsha. And then I'll go Ryan Brees, and I have to go Ryan Brees with the bet, and I will... Uh, I mean, okay, Paul, if he qualifies like 35th or 30th, I'm out. But No, that's not the deal. The bet is he makes no, no, no. No, I'm saying... <laughs> no, no, I'm saying for me on my team and a lead pipe block. Oh, and, yeah, I don't care what you do with your team. I just yeah. care about your 20 bucks. Yeah, yeah, okay, all right. Uh, Ryan Brees will be my lead pipe block as well, so let's do this number 200. Uh, in your program, number one in your heart, Ryan Brees. Um, okay, Dan or Paul, what's your team? Uh, I have Jetson Lawrence as my all-star, and that's probably the only thing I won't change on this team because the rest of it, eh, who knows yet. But right now I have Hunter Lawrence at a minus one. I have Mitchell Oldenburg at a nine. I have the Chiz at ten. I don't know who the heck my lock is. I feel like everyone's going to get about 28 points this weekend. So give me Oldenburg. Okay. Sounds good. Um, all right. Dallas this weekend. Enjoy it, everybody. Uh, thanks to motorsport.com. Fly Racing 100%. All on board with us. And, uh, yeah, we'll reconvene next week, everybody, and uh, look ahead to uh, Daytona. So um, thanks for playing. Paul, Truman, JT, thanks, boys. Thanks, hey, guys. Sorry for the typing. <laughs>